The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Welcome back to another week of the Financially Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andre Creighton. I'm super excited to be with y'all again. Uh, For those that are new, welcome to the show. As I always say, I hope you find something fruitful out of today's conversation. And for those that are returning, thank you for continuing to rock with me. I'm, I'm very appreciative of you all continuing to come here and learn, you know, some of the techniques and tactics that I'm providing as i always say you know these are of my opinion and some of the things that i am currently doing in my lifestyle or that i've seen over my years 10 plus years working in uh tax and working with high net worth individuals or being you know now currently a cfo at a at an early stage startup so a lot of the tactics i see are things that i have helped me throughout my career as i've been helping build uh, a lot of different corporations and companies and helping them be successful from a financial health standpoint. And I think a lot of those tactics and ideologies transfer to what you want to do on the personal side of things. So that brings us to our topic today. Our topic today, as you know, it is uh, we're now into October and we're getting close to the end of the year. And many of you might be thinking, you know, what should I be thinking about at the end of the year? from a personal finance standpoint and what things should I be doing to set myself up for success as I get towards the end of the year, but then also into the new year. I know it's crazy that we're already getting close to the new year, but uh, it's never too early to begin to think about what you might want to be doing uh, and what you hope your goals, what you hope your goals to be going into 2024. So today, that's exactly what we're going to do is I'm going to give you an end of the year checklist of some of the things that I'm doing currently as me and my wife and family are thinking about 2024 and what we want to do and capitalize on at the end of 2023. So uh, the first thing is, you know, is you need to make a budget. And if you go back to the very first episode that I made I talked a lot about net worth and understanding assets and liabilities, and then also being able to understand how you can increase those assets and liabilities. Well, it all starts with your budget, right? Because your budget is what you're taking in and what you're, what you're sending out. Right. And after that, you get your surplus or your deficit, right? So at the end of the month, you either have money left or you don't have money left. And that money left, if you do have money left, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to invest it? Are you going to pay down some bills? How do we increase our assets or decrease our liabilities so we continue to increase our net worth? That's the name of the game. And that is how you're going to get to your financial freedom and and uh, continue down your, your financially fit journey to, to being as fit as possible. So number one is you want to make a budget and you need to review your spending. 
Now, this is always the hardest thing at the end of the year. And I will be honest with you. I struggle with this every single year because, you know, you get to the end of the year and you pull off all your transactions from your checking account or savings or whatever it may be, or credit card savements at the end of the year. And you really take a deep dive into where you spend your money, right? Obviously, you have your necessary things like your mortgage or your rent, uh, your student loans or any other credit card debt or loans or things like that that you may have that are necessary that you have to pay. Um, I call those kind of your, your sunk costs because regardless of how much money you're, you're making, like those are the things that you have to pay first uh, or else there's going to be some consequences to, the, to that. Um, from a credit standpoint or, or you know, um, it may negatively impact your credit score. So that's super important. But I think the hard hardest part is when you look back at the end of the year and you see that, wow, I went to the movies 25 times. Wow, I went, um, me and my wife go out to eat, you know, three, four times a week. And you really start to add up those costs and you're like, wow, I've spent thousands of dollars this year on things that were unnecessary. I'm sorry if you hear my dog barking. Um, it's, it's a part of life. So I think that's the hardest part. And that's the one thing that people really struggle with is really being realistic and, and actually coming to terms with, wow, that's how I spent my money. But it's so important because until you actually realize that is not until you actually be able to correct it. So every year I do that. I'm able to see how much money I spend on entertainment and entertainment truly ends up being probably the mo the bigger bucket of my money um, that I use outside of, you know, obviously the things that are necessary, but I find myself, I love to eat out. I love to go to events. You know, you might catch me at a Vikings game or a Timberwolves game or something like that, or multiple games throughout the year. And those things aren't cheap. Um, so the ent entertainment bucket seems tends to be, where Andre puts a lot of his money, excess money um, that likely I could be investing somewhere else. Now, obviously, I do still invest and I do have stuff set aside for that. But could I do more? Could I limit some of the entertainments and things that I'm doing to actually invest more um, so I'm, I can really enjoy those things later in life? It's all checks and balances. You have to figure out what is it that you really want? You know, I think when I say that statement around figuring out what you really want, what I'm going to challenge you all to do going into this new year is to make yourself a mission and vision statement. I know that may seem strange and you, you know, but we're no different than a business, right? Like businesses have a mission and vision statement. I want to do X, Y, and Z. Our mission is to make the world safer, right? Our vision is by 20, 2050, we're going to be we're going to make the world safer by cleaner water and xyz right no different from from your standpoint your mission may be my mission is to make sure that i invest more i save more and i pay off my debts my vision is by 2030 i'm going to be completely debt free and i'm going to invest at least 10% of my earnings into some type of investment right that may be your mission and vision statement but I'm going to challenge you to figure out what that is. So the next thing is review your savings and debt progress. So we talk about, you know, 
you want to avoid some of that revolving debt as much as possible. So the credit cards, things like that. But sometimes I understand life happens and you can't avoid those things. You know, car breaks down, you go and get a Firestone card because it's a $3,000 expense you weren't expecting, right? And obviously they give you, they get you with those those favorable terms. They say, hey, you you come get a Firestone card, 18% or, or eight, 18 months, no, no uh, interest. And if you pay it off in 18 months, then it you you don't have you didn't incur any interest, right? And it's very attractive, right? And sometimes that may make sense. So as you talk about reviewing your savings and your debt, you know, think about what were your goals? What were your goals for this year from a savings perspective? Did you say you wanted to save 10% or 20% of your income? Uh, were you able to do that? If you weren't able to do that, what happened throughout the year in your life? that caused you to not be able to save it? Was it you overexpending? Was it like some crazy thing happened in life? Was it um, you got engaged? You, maybe you met someone that you, you weren't expecting and it, it, things moved very, very fast and you got engaged and you bought a ring and um, life just looked completely different from when you put your plan together, right? And that's going to happen and that is okay. But the key is you need to understand why. Why didn't you hit those savings? Uh, goals. Or if you did hit those goals, great job. What helped you be able to hit those savings goals? And how do you do utilize that same strategy going into next year to increase that savings goal and hit it again, right? That is the key. The same happens for, on the debt side. You wanted to pay down X amount of debt by the end of the year. Did you do it? If you didn't do it, why didn't you do it? What caused you not to be able to hit the goal? If you hit the goal, what helped you hit the goal? Right. So we can continue to make those changes going into next year as we're setting those goals. That's going to be very important. We'll get back to our podcast in a moment. But first, you manage expenses, you manage risk, you manage market fluctuations, you manage productivity, inventory and delivery. And some days you just manage. Work with a banker who understands that helping your business through challenging times takes a thoughtful plan creative thinking, and a partner you can count on. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Election day is almost here. On November 7th, important elections are being held across the metro, and it is time to plan your vote and make a difference in your community. Your vote matters. Your voice matters. Don't miss out on the chance to shape the future where you live. To register to vote, see who's on the ballot and find your polling place and more visit mnvotes.gov slash poll finder again that's mnvotes.gov slash poll finder remember how excited those kids were when they got their new gaming consoles kind of like how excited i was when i got that new desktop computer but now those electronics are old, just gathering dust and taking up space. But I know I don't want it to be taking up space in a landfill. Old electronics commonly contain toxic metals like lead, mercury, and cadmium, and that can contaminate the environment. Did you know that Ramsey County now offers electronic waste disposal through a partnership with Repowered in St. Paul? Dated electronics can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And even better, it's free for Ramsey County residents. So collect up all your unwanted phones, TVs, VCRs, keyboards, printers, and other electronics that you have stuffed in your closet, basement, or garage. 
They can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And don't worry, all the data will be physically destroyed or electronically wiped. To find out more about this new electronics recycling service, go to ramseycounty.us slash electronics. That's ramseycounty.us slash electronics. Remember, recycling is for everyone. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. Here comes the sun. We all know that solar power can be a big part of the solution for our energy needs. Solar power is clean, renewable, and best of all, that sunshine is cheap and plentiful. Sure, it sounds great to have solar energy added to the mix, but how are you gonna do that? The answer is easier than you think. The answer is Community Solar. Community Solar lets you join a solar farm that produces energy on your behalf. Electricity is produced by your solar farm and goes out to your local power grid. That allows you as a community solar member to remain with Excel as your utility and earn solar credits, reducing your normal bill. You save big on electricity while you save the environment. And you can do your part to support clean energy without installing solar panels on your roof. That's right. There's no home visits, no equipment, new equipment, construction or maintenance. You don't even need to own your home or be a member of a solar power. You don't even need to own your home to be a member of a solar farm. Renters can enroll and save too. Right now, if you go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta, you can get a $100 Visa gift card when you successfully enroll and are placed on a farm. Check it out. You can sign up for your membership in three minutes flat. Shaletta listeners, get going with Community Solar and get that $100 Visa gift card. Once again, your first step is to go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. The other thing is many of us may contribute to a 401k. So number three is con contribute to your 401k before the end of the year. Many of us may contribute to a 401k and it's very important that you're, you're contributing to that at the end of the year. Maybe you're going to get a bonus um, from your company and you want to contribute more of that to your 401k because it was unexpected. Uh, maybe you didn't think you were going to hit your goal and you hit your goal um, and you want to be able to contribute in that way. So I think that's very important to think about. 
I think it's also to, important to consider, you know, whether or not you should convert some of your pre-tax um, retirement money to after-tax, right? Uh, you know, you may want to be, you may be considering a Roth conversion, or you may be considering a backdoor Roth. Maybe you make too much money and you can't actually uh, convert to a Roth account. So maybe you need to create a traditional a traditional IRA and then convert it into a Roth account. I'm not going to get into all the granularities of this, but these are all things, you know, as you, as you, if you've listened to my other series throughout these podcasts, you know, I've talked about two things, three things you need. You need a financial planner, you need a tax person, you need an attorney. If you have those three things, when you're getting towards the end of the year like this, these are the people that you consult with. And that's why it's so important to have these things in place, because there's a lot of things that you may not be thinking about that now you got this big bonus and you're thinking about, well, I'm going to be taxing this. How do I save on taxes? What is the most optimal way? Well, that's what a tax advisor is for. So if you haven't listened to those episodes where I talk about why those professionals are important, uh, I advise you to go back and take a peek at those and and start to implement that into your lifestyle because you are going to have these situations at some point in your life where you're making money and you're figuring out like, how do I optimize on the tax and how to optimize on the, the money I'm making to keep as much money in my pocket as possible? Um, a lot of the most wealthiest people, that's there's a reason why they stay wealthy and it's because they have an attorney a tax person and a financial advisor. And they're able to have someone that protects their assets. They're able to have someone that helps grow their assets. And they they have someone that helps um, protect them from a legal standpoint to make sure that they, they have that protection. So that's super important. And I think if you have those three things, you're going to be in a very good spot. So the last one I want to talk about is I do this every single year and I'm a person that likes to play in the stock market. It isn't because I'm like the most strategic person when it comes to investing, but I believe the only way to learning is by failing, right? So I'll go and I'll invest in something um, that I believe in. I'll find a company that I believe in. I'll go invest and buy some stock. And sometimes I'll take an L. I'll have major losses and things like that. And that's okay. because what we want to talk about is harvesting those tax losses, right? So if you have huge losses, maybe it's at a point where it doesn't fit the theory around your portfolio anymore. And maybe you have lots of gains on other assets, right? Or other stock stocks that you may have. It may be time to sell those, sell those losses off and be able to offset the gains that you're going to have from the other stocks, right? So just because you lose, and one stock doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad thing because it could offset the gains from the several other stocks that you actually hit on. So I, that's why I love the stock game because I think I learned the most about I learned the most about myself and how and you know what types of companies I care about um, while also being able to hopefully make some money. But then if I do lose money, being able to offset the money that I do uh, make. The other thing I think here's a tip for you is that if you do have losses that are greater than three thousand um, dollars, you can offset your ordinary income uh, by at least three thousand dollars, and whatever's left of the loss, you can then carry it forward to offset any gains in the future. Um, 
so that's super i think that's that's a, a very valid uh an important strategy as well um that many people don't know and once again if you have a tax advisor this is something that your tax advisor can help you with um so let's go through the checklist one more time make a budget review your and review your spending uh review your savings and debt progress remembering that you want to understand why you hit your goal or why didn't you hit your goal um, because that is what's going to help prepare, pro propel you forward as you continue to increase that goal or decrease that goal um, based on you know the success that you've had in the past um, contribute to a 401k before the end of the year so if you have bonuses coming in it may make sense for you to contribute I would advise you to talk to your tax person around, you know, whether you should convert some of your pre-tax money to a Roth, which is after tax. Obviously, you're going to be taxed on that. But if you know anything about the marketplace um, in 2022, the stock market is down quite a bit um, and that continues into 2023. So there may be opportunity for you to be able to take some of that money um, that is pre-tax and, and convert it to a Roth. Um, so you have it after tax money, depending, maybe you're in a lower tax bracket, it might make sense, but your tax advisor can give you, help you think through that strategy and whether it makes sense to you, for you. Um, and then lastly is, you know, harvesting those tax losses. Um, if you play in the stock market, um, just being able to offset those gains of other stocks that you may have may be a great time to sell and, and realize those gains. If you need some extra money um, going into uh, the holiday season or going into the new year to, to help you realize some of the goals you may have. So hopefully um, you can take this into the year checklist. Um, you can apply it to your life and hopefully that we can continue on our journey to being financially fit. As I always say, it's not about how much money you make. The power is in how much money you keep. Thank you for rocking with me today. You're hearing about people who are coming down with a case of COVID-19, or maybe they're testing positive again. This fall, there are new variants circulating in our communities right now, so it's a good thing that there's a new shot to protect you from them. It's time to get the updated COVID-19 vaccine. Look, call your doctor's office or healthcare provider and see if you can get the new COVID vaccine there. Chances are, you can get it for free. If you can't do that, call your local pharmacy and see if you can get it there chances are you can get it for free. Or you can go to this website to find a free shot near you. The web address is easy to remember. It's vaccines.gov. Here's how it's spelled. Vaccines, that's V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S, then a period, then gov, spelled G-O-V, vaccines.gov. There's a good chance you can boost your immunity for free. So don't risk getting sick from COVID-19. Protect yourself, your family, and our community. Being a teenager today is a real roller coaster ride. Up. And sometimes down even lower. An organization called Treehouse is giving Minnesota teens the support they need to build resiliency. 
Treehouse is a faith-based nonprofit that offers teens a safe space to share their troubles and learn healthy coping skills with peers and caring adults. Right now, Treehouse needs more volunteers. Do you have a passion to help teens? And would you like to share your wisdom with a middle or high school student who's feeling hopeless? Then sign up to volunteer with Treehouse groups, meeting in Bloomington, Brooklyn Park, Plymouth, Minnetonka, and Egan. Adult volunteers are needed as mentors, drivers, support group assistants, program assistants, and to help prepare hot meals. Lift up teens in our community and help them find hope and joy by volunteering with Treehouse. Learn more and sign up at treehousehope.org. Click on the Get Involved tab at the top of the page. That's treehousehope.org. The teens can't wait to meet you. We are Treehouse! We are Treehouse! It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025 making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits, so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.